Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 28th, 2024. I'm teaching a series right now on laser focus on God's fixed purpose. This is a season of fixed purpose for us where I'm reiterating to you from the word of God. I've showed you a bunch of scriptures already in this season, this year, where God made plans for you before the world began. God's purpose for your life, especially for this particular season, is already set. It's, it's unchanging. It's immutable. So there is a fixed purpose for you. Say fixed purpose. Put that in the chat. Now, what we want to do is live our lives with a laser focus on that fixed purpose. And while we're walking this thing out, we will experience the favor of God. Put put in the chat, the favor of God. The favor of God is upon me. This supernatural kindness is upon me. The, the title of today's message is Generosity Unlocks Favor. Generosity Unlocks Favor. I'm ready to release what God has given me. I want you to open up your heart now to receive. All right, so let's get into the message for this morning. Listen, so what I've been doing is that I told you the foundational scripture for this year is Proverbs 4 and 25 from the Passion Translation. So I'll be giving you that scripture every day, no matter what I'm teaching. Well, along with that, I give you about 20 other scriptures to lay the foundation for the, the beginning of the year. We're still laying the foundation for 2024. And um, we've been going through Proverbs 4 and 25 and some of those other scriptures and doing a deep dive. Well, a couple of days ago, Actually, I told you that a couple of weeks ago, I raised an offering in church from Proverbs chapter 11. And on Sunday of this week, Sunday, Sunday evening, as Isabella and I were celebrating our anniversary weekend, as the anniversary weekend was winding down, the Lord led me back to Proverbs 11 and said, I want you to teach on that this week. I want you to teach on the favor of God. And so that's what I've been doing. And so this week, so far, you know, Monday and Tuesday, if you missed Monday and Tuesday, go back and watch those. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina or wherever you get your podcast is available for free. But I'm flowing in this vein on the favor of God from Proverbs 4 and Proverbs 11. So let's get into the scriptures again. Proverbs 4 and verse 25 says this, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. Put in the chat, I look straight ahead, I ignore life's distractions. I'm not going to be distracted. I'm not going to be dissuaded. I'm not going to move neither to the left nor to the right. I have a gaze that is fixed. I'm locked in on what God wants for me and I will not be moved. Say amen to that. Put in the chat, I'm locked in. All right. Proverbs 11. This is what we're looking at this week. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25 from the Passion Translation says this. Generosity brings prosperity. So those of us that, that are generous, those of us that live to give, the text is saying, the Bible is saying, the Lord is saying, generosity brings prosperity, but withholding from charity, withholding from giving, being stingy brings poverty. Now, you don't, you don't want poverty, so you, you want to be a giver, not a withholder, right? <clears throat> Verse 25 says, those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them 
and the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. This is what we've been looking at this week. So if I'm living to be a blessing, if I live to bless others, the text says blessings will be heaped upon me, right? Blessings upon blessings upon blessings. And because I'm pouring my life out to bless others, the text says I will be saturated with favor. Put in the chat, say, I am saturated with favor. Put in the chat, say, blessings are heaped upon me. All right, so once again, let me set the stage. I already told you this, but I'm gonna tell you again. The reason why I'm teaching on this, well, one, the Lord told me on Sunday, flow in this vein. Two, is because my pastor, my spiritual father, Tony Brazelton, um, one of the things that he prophesied about this particular season for 2024 is that this would be a year of supernatural kindness. In other words, a year of the favor of God. Supernatural kindness is another way to say God's favor. So if God declares something, so let me explain how grace and faith work. If God declares something and God declared it through my man of God, through somebody that I honor and respect, and I believe that that was the Lord. So if he stands up and says, hey, I believe the Lord is saying that this is a season of supernatural kindness for us. And I believe that, right? So now that means that the grace is available for supernatural kindness, or in other words, the favor of God. So God is declaring this is a season of favor. That means grace is there. Say grace is there. That means if God announced something, God, the, no word from God is ever without the grace to perform it. So if God says, hey, this is a season of favor or supernatural kindness, that means the grace is there. There's grace there. It's from God. Now, not everybody's going to receive it. Now, so how do we receive what God has declared? How do we walk in what God has announced? Well, our faith has to tap into God's grace. God's part is grace. Our part is faith, right? So if God says, hey, this is a season of supernatural kindness or a season of favor, God is saying, my grace is available for you to walk in favor, to walk in kindness, supernatural kindness. And so now if the grace is there, we have to provide our faith. How will we build up our faith? Well, faith comes, Romans 10 and 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So as a Bible teacher, it is my responsibility to take what I believe God has declared for the, any particular season and what God is saying, whatever God is saying, there's grace there available for it. My job as a Bible teacher is then to take the word of God and teach you the word so that you can build up your faith for the grace that is available. And when you build up your faith, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. When you build up your faith, and I'm showing you scripture after scripture after scripture, when you build up your faith and you're changing the way you talk and you're changing the way you think and the way, what you believe, when you build up your faith for what God has already provided, now your faith taps into God's grace and you get to experience God's best. And I do too, because watch this, if, as I'm teaching it, I'm, I'm living it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm laying the foundation. I want you to understand God does everything that he does by grace. We have to do everything that we do by faith. So I'm living by grace, but I'm living by faith. My faith is tapping into God's grace and I get to experience what God wants for this season. So it's not about what Rick Pena wants for 2024, it's about what God wants. And one of the things that God wants for 2024 is supernatural kindness. One of the things that God wants for 2024 is favor. Put in the chat, say the great, the favor of God is available to me. Say amen to that. All right, you got it?
So I'm going to build up my faith for the favor of God. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you in this, in this morning. Once again, I'm just teaching you every day. It's my privilege. It's my honor that I get to teach you the word of God so that you can build up your faith to tap into God's grace and experience God's best. Say amen to that. All right. Three things. Number one, here we go. The principle of generous living. Uh, so what we want to do, the Bible teaches us lots of principles and precepts. And one of the principles is generous living. We ought to live generously. We ought to develop a heart of generosity. Put in the chat, I have a heart of generosity. So recognize that generosity is not just a mere act of giving, but it's actually a lifestyle. Put in the chat, generosity is a lifestyle. So generosity is a lifestyle of openness and a willingness to share with others and a willingness to give, watch this, both as an act of obedience to the promptings of the Holy Spirit um, and as an act of your free will because your heart is conditioned to do so. Let me explain. So it's one thing when the Holy Spirit prompts me and says, hey, give that person, give to this person or sow this much money or do this or go, go out of your way. The Holy Spirit prompts me to do something where somebody uh, is at church and they go, oh, you know, I don't know if this church helps people, but I don't know if I need to fill out some forms, but my son needs a coat. And, uh, you know, if I could, I just need the church to help me to get a coat. And the Holy Spirit says, no, don't fill out no forms. Go to Burlington Coat Factory and get a coat, right? So the Holy Spirit can prompt me to do it, but the Holy Spirit doesn't have to prompt me all the time. If I condition my heart to think like God thinks and I fill my heart with the word of God, then the Holy Ghost doesn't have to tell me to go to Burlington. I could just take that lady to Burlington and go buy the coat. You see what I'm saying? And so now it's, it's an act of my obedience to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And it's also an act of my free will because my heart is conditioned to give. Put in the chat, say my heart is conditioned to give. We got to get to the point where we just think like God, where we act like God, where we are generous by default. Oh, Lord, that's not in my notes, but put that in the chat. Say, I am generous by default. You got it? All right. Another thing, there's an impact on yourself, on self. There's an impact on self when you develop a generous heart. Understanding that living to bless others will transform your heart. It will make you more aligned with God's character, this character of generosity, because God is a giver. So the more you give, the more transformed you will be into God's image and into God's likeness. And the more conditioned you will be to give freely. Without the Holy Spirit having to tell you anything, you will be you will be quick to give. There's an opportunity, like, you know, like you can be in church and they go, hey, hey, everybody, um, you know, uh, where about this person right here? We're about to send this person out, I don't know, pick a country, to Bolivia. This person is about to go on a missions trip to Bolivia, right? And, uh, and you know, we just want to raise an offering for, for this young couple that wants to go out and be a blessing to Bolivia. Who wants to give? Like, of course, you might want to pray about how much to give, but you should just be quick to give, right? I mean, like, like you, you should be so conditioned to give that your heart is set on giving. And so it will change you on the inside, and then it's going to change others. So when you see, uh, when your heart is conditioned to give, watch this, every act of generosity becomes a seed. And that seed can, can become a tree of blessing that will grow in somebody else's life as well. Um, uh, I think I shared with you that this happens, this has happened many times, but 
um, I believe it was last year, I was in Georgia and um, a, a man of God that I honor there uh, in Augusta, Georgia, Bishop Richard B. Peoples, uh, it was his birthday. And so Isabella and I went down with the boys to Georgia to celebrate his birthday. And there's this beautiful ceremony, this beautiful birthday party. Everybody's dressed up nice. It was like, it was just amazing. And we're sitting there and this young man comes up to me. He's probably like, I don't know, 18 or 19. And he says, hey, uh, Brother Pina, uh, you don't remember me? And I was like, no, <laughs> uh, can I help you? And he was like, well, I just, I'll use the example that I just gave. I guess he was on my mind. I said, yeah, when I was a little kid, my mother came to you and um, my mother came to you because uh, we needed help and uh, I needed a coat <laughs> and I needed a coat to go to school and you took me to Burlington Coat Factory and you bought me a coat and you also bought me a backpack and a bunch of school supplies and all that kind of stuff. And you don't remember that? I was like, no, I don't, I don't remember that because right? I mean, like we do that all the time. So it was like, okay, but now what happened? That act of generosity, that seed became a tree of blessing in his life. So now that one act of kindness changed that little boy. And I can guarantee you that that little boy is going to be a blessing to somebody else. That little boy, see, that little boy is going to go be a blessing. Isabella, when she, she, Isabella grew up real poor. I grew up, at least we had food stamps. Isabella didn't have that. So Isabella, when she, when they would say uh, missionaries are here, she would walk kilometers to go stand in line to get something. And, and, and sometimes, unfortunately, she wouldn't, because her last name was T, uh, started with a T and they lined him up by, by last name. Sometimes she would get to the front of the line and not have nothing. Well, but sometimes she would get something and she would get bring it back. And it could be peanut butter or food or whatever they gave her. Well, now those seeds of kindness are a tree of blessing in Isabella and I. So now Isabella and I get to be those people. We get to be the ones that go out and give stuff away. We're the ones giving out backpacks. We're the ones giving out food. We're the ones, people are lining up for us to put something in their hand. Why? Because that, that seed of generosity was planted in Isabella and now she has a heart to do it. Isabella's going to Africa later on this year. Why? Because she has a heart to do it. Why? Because somebody traveled to Dominica to, to, be, to, to see her as a little girl. Now she's traveling all over the world to see other little girls and little boys that look like her and so she could be a blessing to them. Come on now. So that seed that you're sowing can change somebody's life. And, and not only that, there's spiritual prosperity as well. Money is the least of all riches. Put in the chat, money is the least of all riches. When you give, it deepens your relationship with God in a way that money can't buy. It's a spiritual thing. Not only do I reap naturally, but I reap spiritually. And then my giving, the text is teaching me, attracts the favor of God. Put in the chat, my giving attracts the favor of God. I got to understand that I live with a lifestyle of generosity. It positions me, the text says, to be saturated with the favor of God, where blessings will be poured out, heaped upon me. So the more I give, the more God gives to me. And I become a conduit of God's love and light and his power in this world. Now, for you to do that, you have to overcome greed. Put in the chat, say, I overcome greed. You cannot live with the fear of running out. You have to live with faith in running over. You got to know that if God is your source, God will never run out. So whatever you give, God can replenish it and God can replenish it even more. So you don't want to be greedy. You don't want to be selfish. The text says those that are greedy will abound in poverty. You don't want to abound in poverty. You want to remove every inkling of greed and selfishness from your heart where you live generously. 
where you're ready to be a blessing, knowing that God will replenish whatever you give. You're living with a generous spirit. You're living with a generous heart, and it is an act of worship. And it and God delights in your generosity. God will also delight in your prosperity. This is not something you've got to do. This is something you get to do. Say amen to that. Number two, let me talk about the cycle of blessing. See, say this, put it in the chat. I am blessed to be a blessing. So when you understand that you are blessed to be a blessing, then you you understand that whatever God gives you is not just for you. It's not just for your benefit. The blessing of the Lord upon your life is also for other people. And that's the heart of God. So, so like, for example, when God is speaking to me, a lot of times he gives me insight concerning the word of God. Sometimes it's for me and Isabella and our children, like for me to have wisdom for my family. Most of the time, God is giving me that insight and then turning around and saying, okay, son, I want you to apply it. I want you to prove it, but then I want you to teach it because now I don't, I'm giving you something that I want you to give away. I'm giving you something that I want you to pour into the heart of other people. So I'm always thinking about others. And when you do, when you live that way, there's, there's a multiplicative effect, right? Where of God's blessings, where it multiplies, where the more God blesses me and the more I live to bless others, then watch this. Unlike in the world, if you give stuff away, then, then your, then your storehouse diminishes. No, when I'm giving away in the kingdom, my storehouse replenishes. So the more I give, the more God gives to me. The more I give, the more I'm saturated with favor. The more I give, the text says more blessings are heaped upon me. And so I will never run out. Why? Because God will never run out and God is my source. But if you want to reap, you have to sow. I, I, this is not a, a, a hard concept. The earth functions on a system of sowing and reaping, cause and effect, and the free will of humans. Paul said it this way. He says, hey, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So this is very simple. If you don't like the harvest you are reaping, you must change the seed you are sowing. It's that simple. If you, if you, if you are not abounding in things that you want to abound in, it's because you're not sowing seed. And so you, you have to sow towards, there's a seed for every need. So if you have a need, God will lead you to sow seed towards it. And so the more you give in whatever area, in whatever way, the more you will abound in blessings in unexpected ways, because generosity then will become an act of worship. It is not only are you giving, but your heart is in your giving and you are reflecting God's heart as you do it. And it becomes an act of worship and God will, God will be glorified and God will breathe on you afresh. Last point from this second uh, point is that when you live this way, you will leave a legacy of generosity. Put in the chat, say, I leave a legacy of generosity. So one day I was in the Dominican Republic and we had just finished feeding prisoners um, in the Dominican Republic. And also, you know, we also, our ministry uh, uh, feeds people outside of the prison as well. But anyway, this particular day we fed prisoners. I honestly had not th thought about this. The Holy Spirit said to me, do you know why you feed prisoners? I was like, obviously, you know, like trick question, like, you know, I don't know, tell me. And the Lord said, your grandmother used to feed prisoners. And, and, and I had not thought about it. I was like, oh yeah, my grandmother actually fed prisoners in the same prison where we feed prisoners. And the Holy Spirit said to me, what you are doing is an answer to her prayers. Man, that, that, 
that was like a whole nother level. Like, oh, snap. So the Holy Spirit was like, she prayed for this. Like you are actually walking out. Your grandmother is dead and in heaven. So you are walking out something that she prayed for. That this tells that that blessed me on so many levels. There are some things that you're praying for that will not happen until you, your grandchildren are going to manifest it. And I'm doing some stuff that I didn't ask for. Watch it that my grandmother prayed for. There are some things that Isabella and I do because my mother sowed seeds towards it, because my grandmother sowed seeds towards it, because her grandmother sowed seeds towards it. Listen, I'm talking about that's God. This is a, a multi generational faith. I'm talking about put in the chat, I leave a legacy of righteousness. Oh my God, I could teach a lot on that, but I'm almost out of time. So let me give you this third point so I can let you go. Number three, living saturated in favor. Put in the chat, say, I live saturated in favor. So I want you to to live with an expectation of the favor of God. This season, that's why I'm going to teach you on this. I want you to approach every day expecting the favor of God, supernatural kindness. I want you to expect doors to be open for you that no man can close, doors to be closed that no man can open. I want you to expect divine blessings. I want you to expect blessings to be heaped upon you. I want you to expect uh, your life to be saturated with favor. I want you to believe that people will go out of their way to bless you. Why? Because you are living in a way that pleases the Lord. And when when it happens, you recognize the favor of God. When it happens, you recognize it and you give God praise for it. It doesn't matter how small it is. You recognize it, put in the chat, I recognize it and I give God praise for it. Why? Because when you recognize it and you give God praise for it, you you quickly acknowledge that it was not you. You don't want to take credit for something that God did. You don't want to, no, no, God is a jealous God. (laughs) And so you want to give him the glory. He gets the glory. We get the benefits. You remain humble. You continue to acknowledge it was not me. It was the goodness of God. It is the grace of God. Never ever develop a sense of entitlement and never ever take credit for something that God did. Lord, I'm not entitled to any of this stuff. I just want to thank you for your goodness towards me. I just want to thank you for your grace that's on my life. I want to thank you for supernatural faith. You're better to me than I, than I deserve. Lord, if you only gave me what I deserve, I would be a man most miserable. But Father, I thank you that, that you give me, that you bless me in ways that exceed my performance. Thank you, Father, that my expectation uh, from you is not based on my performance towards you because I'm not that good. But you're better to me than I am to you. And I thank you for it, Father. And even in the midst of trials, because God God never said it would be easy. Even in the midst of trials, because God never exonerated us from challenges. Even in the midst of trials, you can open up your mouth and say, Lord, I am saturated with favor. I am abounding in blessings. I will not be moved by this trial. I will not be moved by this circumstance. I will not be moved by this situation. I expect favor. I expect supernatural kindness, and I'm going to steward it. As I close, let me tell you this. You need to steward the favor of God. Put in the chat, say, I steward the favor of God. I practice stewardship over the favor of God that I receive. What what does that mean? That when God favors me, when God blesses me, I am quick to say, Lord, first of all, thank you. Second of all, what do you want me to do with this? Let me be a steward over it. I'm not going to assume that all of this is for me. I'm not going to assume that this blessing is just for me. If, if it's business related, Lord, do you want me to give somebody a job? Like as an employee, Lord, who do you want me to bless with this job? Lord, if, it, if it, on this new contract, Lord, if it's money related, how much of this am I supposed to sow? Who, how much of this am I supposed to give? Who am I supposed to give it to? You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to assume that it's all for me. I want to steward the blessing. And Father, I thank you that you've promoted me. You increased me. You positioned me. Now, what do you want me to do with it? I, I just want to be a steward of your blessing so that I can continue to be 
saturated with favor and abounding in blessings and be a conduit of your glory, your love, your peace, and your blessing in this world. I am a conduit for God's blessing everywhere I go. Say amen to that. I felt like preaching this morning. Let me close this message out with a declaration of faith. This is a message you might need to listen to again. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I am deeply grateful for your grace and favor. They are continually flowing in my life. I live my life as a beacon of generosity, igniting hope and spreading love. The acts of kindness that I release are seeds of favor that touch the lives of many. You bless me to be a blessing. Your favor on my life is a tangible reflection of your goodness towards me. Through generosity, I combat greed and I embody your abundance. Each day, I am blessed to bless and this cycle of blessing will never stop. I enter every day ready to be saturated with your favor. Greater is coming for me as I live my life to pour it out for other people. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. Now this is today's word. Tomorrow I'm going to have another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you're not getting my notes, why would you not sign up? You get it for free. Go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button on the top right. Click on it. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I love you. God loves you more. The favor of God is on you. Do you recognize that? I might have to teach on this again tomorrow. I love you. God loves you more. Do me a favor. Two things. Go into the chat. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Have an amazing day. Greater is coming for you. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program, and Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity, and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material, and there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.